When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Here in Wisconsin, if you want to make cheese, you have to be a licensed cheesemaker. And if you want to make butter, you have to be a licensed butter maker. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. And coming up in early June, there will be a butter making course at the Center for Dairy Research at UW-Madison. Ben Uluru-Mathers is a research cheesemaker at CDR and one of the instructors of this upcoming butter making short course. He says he's seen growing interest for artisan butter making as a value add for businesses. This class welcomes those looking to get into the butter making business and those already established. So usually our short courses are specifically designed for industry professionals. So in this case for our butter making short course, um, of course, if someone just wanted to learn about making butter for their own, you know, fruition, we would allow that. It's not like we kick them out, but really it's it's for people who are either working for a company that makes butter or looking into starting to produce butter for sale. Those are the people this course is kind of designed for. And so the idea is first off to, you know, teach you how to make butter, of course, teach them the basics and, and somewhat beyond the basics as well. And Ben, this class will also help people get their butter makers license, right? Just like for cheese, Wisconsin requires you to have a license to make butter. And if you're in a facility, it's not that everyone in that facility has to have a license, but there has to be at least one licensed butter maker on the premises. And in order to take that exam to get that license, the easiest way to do it is to complete a butter making course, which this counts as, and then to have 40 hours of apprenticeship as well. If you're hosting this butter making short course, why are you having it? Who's asking for it? What's the demand look like for this type of uh, education? Of course, there are the big butter producers, which I think we all know, you know some of the names of the butters you're going to find in the shelves. And they need to make sure that they have butter makers, licensed butter makers on the premises. And of course, those people like to communicate somewhat uh, in order to learn more about the process. And, and CDR is really we try to be a center for that sort of knowledge where we're trying to help everyone in industry. We're not a competitor. We're just an, an assistant, I guess I would say. So that's one portion is, you know, the bigger companies who just need to continuously train people. But we are seeing a real uptick in artisan butter production as well. You know, whether it's a farm that's trying to create value-added products on the premises uh, in order to increase their income, or a company that's making another dairy product and they have this byproduct of cream or they're looking to diversify a little bit, we are seeing a lot more of that kind of student in these classes as well. As you said, Ben, in Wisconsin, just like with cheese, buttermakers need to be licensed or the manufacturer needs to have at least one buttermaker on premises. Does that mean, though, that you're not getting people from out of state? Or are people coming to Wisconsin to participate in this course? Like all of our courses, it's just a wealth of knowledge for any curious buttermaker at all. Number one, we try to provide all the knowledge that the Center for Dairy Research has. But like I said, we also have these leaders from industry who come in and share their knowledge. So for example, this year, you know, we're going to have people talking about ghee, which is a butter-based product. We'll have people talking about sheep butter and goat butter. We'll have people talking about cultured butter. You know, there are all these 
different paths you can go down to really gain more knowledge. And so I would say it's really valuable not just for people who are starting making butter, but it's valuable for anyone along that path because of the knowledge that's shared, but also the connections that you can make. Because again, there's people, like you said, there's people from all over, not just in Wisconsin. We've had people from Canada, from near Montreal. We've had people from New York State. It is of interest and of worth, I would say, to anyone who wants to learn more about butter. You mentioned you'll be going over some of the types of butter, ghee, for example, or using different types of dairy like sheep and goat. What about different types of techniques? There's so many different technologies in any dairy industry, and butter is no exception. There's different types of churns that we talk about. We even have like a history of butter lesson where we go over the old-style hand churns um, that you might be familiar with. Some people still use those, but a lot of times in modern industry, there are bigger batch churns, which are basically giant barrels that roll around and around, or there's the more high-tech continuous churns that can continuously um, spit out high-quality butter. And when we kind of go through all those different pieces of machinery that all help you reach a desirable end goal. Not only that, but I also read it'll be more than just the butter making itself. Can you talk about some of the other areas you venture in? I mean, I, a question I always like to ask people is, when's the last time you just ate, like, a square inch of butter? <laughs> I, I put a lot of butter on my bread, so I don't know if that counts, but but never... But not, uh, but not alone. Not, not alone, alone, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a unique experience. <laughs> I wouldn't always recommend swallowing it, but, but the reason I bring that up is just because that is actually what we do a lot in this class, is we just taste butter on its own quite a bit. And it might sound kind of gross to people, which I totally understand, but there's no better way, no better way, there's no better way to really become intimate with the end product. You can notice so many different flavors and so many different defects, I'll say as well, by just tasting butter on its own. And so those all start from when the cow is milked all the way to the butter sitting on the shelf. And so we're trying to teach about that whole process. And that's why we implement so much sensory practice into this whole endeavor. And again, it's not just, I mean, you can learn a lot by just tasting different examples of the same type of butter, but we're not only doing that, we're doing it for all the, all the different samples possible, you know, salted butter, unsalted butter, sheep butter, goat butter, whey cream butter, et cetera. But in addition to that, we also have a culinary applications aspect that we plan for this course. So, you know, how can you use butter in the kitchen? How does the quality of your butter affect how you're using it? How does the type of the butter affect how you might use it? I want you to give me a sense of what does Wisconsin's butter industry look like? Maybe you can tell me how many licensed butter makers there are in Wisconsin. Yeah, no, so this is something I wanted to bring up because I just looked at the updated numbers today on the DATCAP website. And just as a point of comparison, right, there are 1,269 licensed cheesemakers. So from that number, you would expect a similar number of buttermakers, but there are only 60 licensed buttermakers in the state of Wisconsin. I think part of that is that there has been, in the past, such a high bar for buttermaking licenses. It used to be that the only way to really get a license was to spend many months under a licensed buttermaker along with other um, requirements. So sometimes it used to be 24 months under a licensed buttermaker. Sometimes it used to be 18 months under a licensed buttermaker. 
plus a course in butter making. A while back, they changed the regulations such that the easiest path now is to take a butter making course like CDR offers and then have 40 hours of apprenticeship under a licensed butter maker. CDR actually also hosts a butter maker apprenticeship short course. So basically a way such that prospective butter makers could come and get all 40 hours of their apprenticeship under our supervision because myself, Gina Mode, and Melissa Hoof are are all butter makers, including Jeremy Johnson, who's also a, a, a licensed butter maker. I think that path can help kind of boost this number of licensed butter makers in the state because there is a little bit of a dearth there. But again, hopefully we see more more small-scale startups start to increase that number as well. If this is something that listeners in the industry are interested in doing, the deadline is May 23rd to apply. How many people do you expect to have in the class? Well, so last year we had about 20 people. So I think we're expecting hopefully somewhere between that 15 and 40 range. Space is limited? Space is limited. I think 45 is our max for most of our short courses. Again, the deadline to register for the butter making comprehensive at the Center for Dairy Research is May 23rd. The course is June 6th through the 8th. Research cheesemaker Ben Ulerup Mathers says CDR offers more butter making courses than just this one. You can keep tabs on when these short courses come up at CDR's website. That's cdr.wisc.edu. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.